0: Hello, Forgiver! In the last three episodes, we talked about what forgiveness is. Today I would like to conclude this series on understanding forgiveness by talking about what forgiveness is not. So grab your notebook, a pen, your favorite beverage, get comfortable, and I'll meet you on the other side of the bumper. Hello, Forgiver! Welcome to the Forgiveness is for You podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Silva, Forgiveness Guide and Catholic Mindset Coach. I've spent 30 years in therapy for sexual, physical, emotional, and racial trauma. But therapy could only take me so far. I believe that there's freedom in forgiveness, but we cannot do it alone. Do you struggle forgiving yourself or others? Are you ashamed of what happened to you in the past? Do you harbor unforgiveness toward the adults who are supposed to protect you but didn't? Do you resent a whole class of people because you were discriminated against? On this podcast, we talk about all things forgiveness, what it is, what it's not, and how you can begin to forgive yourself, others, and God. Allow me to be your forgiveness guide. Let's begin. Hello, friends. Today, I want to talk about what forgiveness is not. I want to debunk some of the myths that are out there about forgiveness. A lot of people think that if you just say I'm sorry once, then everything should just be fine and you can just move on with your life. And then things keep coming back and you're like, what the heck? I already forgave this person. Why am I still feeling all these emotions? Well, it's because forgiveness is not a one-time event. We actually have to do it over and over and over sometimes for years before we can actually say that we have forgiven the person. Secondly, forgiveness is for the other person? No, I don't think so. That's another myth. Forgiveness is for you. It's to set your heart free. It's to set your mind free from holding on to the emotional bond and the memories that you have connected to that person. Again, forgiveness is not accountability for someone else. We may never be able to hold the other person accountable. The other person might not even be aware that they've done anything wrong to us. And so that possibility of holding them accountable is not always there. So it's releasing the responsibility for holding that other person accountable. Forgiveness also does not erase the consequences for myself or for the other person. If I had done something wrong, and I need to ask for forgiveness, and that other person never wants to speak to me or see me or have anything to do with me ever, ever again, that is the consequence for my action. And likewise, if the other person had done something to me. So the consequences are still going to be there. We have to learn to accept those consequences in order to move forward. In the same vein, forgiveness is not justice. We may never receive justice. In my case, I was sexually abused as a little girl. And as an adult, I left the country and that opportunity of seeking criminal justice just was not there for me. And I, I didn't in my heart actually want to pursue criminal justice against the person who did that to me. And sometimes that is an option. And most of the time, if the if the deed was grave matter, if the person is still harming someone, obviously, we have a responsibility to pursue criminal justice against that person and to ensure that especially if there are minors involved, that they are protected. But again, forgiveness does not mean that I'm going to receive justice for what happened to me. I have to be willing to look at the fact that I may need to let go of that right to receive justice. Forgiveness is not forgetting or erasing the memories of what happened to us. That whole saying of forgiving and forgetting actually is a myth we will never be able to forget what happened to us because our bodies, remember, we have cellular memory. In our brain, our neural networks are so thick and have been connected to all the parts of our body that have suffered the injury. And so just to think that we're going to magically forget is very, very, very unrealistic. We cannot forgive and forget, but we certainly can forgive. And then we can work on rewiring, replacing those memories with memories that are more powerful, that will not necessarily erase those memories, but will take away their power to control our lives. Forgiveness is not reconciliation. We may never have the opportunity to reconcile with the other person, and we may not want to. They may not be someone that who is safe that we can have around us, especially if they are physically violent or verbally abusive or destructive in any way. We certainly do not want to reconcile with anyone who can continue to harm us or the people around us. So there is a form of reconciliation that we can have, and that reconciliation is, is with our It is the the reconciliation that we can have with that part of us that was hurt, and that part can be healed and integrated in our whole being. We can also have reconciliation with God, but it doesn't mean we're going to have reconciliation with the people or the person who harmed us. Forgiveness is also not a disempowered state. What do I mean by that? When we allow the other person to rule our lives through their actions by focusing on them and what they've done to us, we are giving our power to the other person. When we decide to forgive, we're actually taking back our power and that gives us more agency over how we're going to interact with that person. And that's where boundaries come in. I will be speaking about boundaries in a later episode. Forgiveness is also not dehumanizing the other person. When someone has harmed us, what we can tend to do is to see that person only through the act that they committed against us. So for example, when I was a little girl and I was abused, the only term that I used to describe the person who abused me was monster. And every time I thought about that person, every time I spoke about that person, I referred to that person as the monster. So that is a form of dehumanization. When we forgive, we actually have to broaden our view to perceive that person in their entirety because God created that person or those people. And he did not create them as a monster or, you know, an entity that does not have full human dignity. At some point in time, something happened that made that person become who they are. And if we dehumanize that person, we basically become them. And so forgiveness is not dehumanizing, but actually humanizing the, the person so that we can find commonality. We, we can find that human dignity that exists within us also within the other person. Please be tender with yourself. Forgiveness is serious business. May the grace of the Lord be with you as you contemplate what you learn today. If this podcast is making a difference in your life, please hit subscribe below and consider writing a review. Share the link with a friend, take a screenshot and share on your social media. Connect with me as your forgiveness guide. I will hold space for you as you work through your pain and rewrite your story. Sign up for my 5 Days to Forgiveness self-guided mini audio retreat at www.drkaren.com. Check out my website for how you can bring me to your church or small faith sharing group. And remember friends, forgiveness is for you.